told Franklin but then said, I gotta kill you now. Yeah, it's, it's top secret. I, you know, the game plan is top secret. Can't give you that. That's outstanding. What a play in that first half by Cassius Vaughn. Vaughn with more yardage than the Argo offense. In that first half, they get the ball first. Toronto in the second half, Martise Jackson dropped it, picks it up, and he'll arrive around the 30 before he's wrestled down. Well, you mentioned that it's been a struggle for Ricky Ray, and he was under heat all first half. I mean, that pocket collapsing around him a bunch, and it wasn't just pressure immediately all the time in the first half. There were times when he had, like this play right here, chance to throw in his first and second read, but the coverage in the back end was good enough that it allowed the defensive line to get there. So you got hits on Ricky Ray at eight, hurries at eight, sacks at three, 19 times at Verasta. See how the Argos adjust here in the second half. Whitaker not going anywhere, taken down by Michael Kashak. Quick stop on that first down run. Not a bad idea, though, from Mark Tresman to try and slow that pass rush down from Calgary with a little run game, although they played that very well on first down. Second and 10, see Armonte Edwards in the huddle. He's been a key contributor this year, but quiet here so far tonight. Number 10 in the league in receiving with 492 yards. Here comes Heat off the edge. Ray stands in. Incomplete. Looked like in the direction of Brandon Whitaker on the wheel route. And it's a two and out to start the second half. But wait, there is a flag on the play. I was wondering if Ray just threw that to Whitaker because he saw an infraction and tried to. Legal contact and receiver. Calgary number 28, 10 yard penalty. It remains second down. That's Brandon Smith. Let's take a look here on the, the contact. Brandon Smith, number 28, in his back pedal past five yards on SJ Green. No question there. You can't do that any longer after the rule changes. 10-yard penalty, second in inches. Down over. Ray on the sidelines. And Cody Fajardo in. And he's got the first down. Singles at first contact again, but good surge that time by Fajardo in behind Sean McEwen, the Calgary native, graduate of Notre Dame High School and the Calgary Dino football program. Pick number 61 in his second year, number four pick in 2015. Making all the calls, the checks, trying to figure out this blitz package from Devon Claybrook's defense. See those centers are communicating the whole time. First and ten. Play a little more time. And there is Armani Edwards with a catch. Brandon Smith there to take him down. Edwards' first catch is number 40 on the season. Remember we showed you those tight splits from the Calgary Stampeders picking up a block there. This, this is what the Toronto Argonauts have done now too. Gone to those real tight splits. That means getting the offensive line closer together. So when Calgary sends those blitzes like that, it's harder to get through those gaps. They're not as big. And it gives the quarterback an extra second to get it out of there. 
Just three on the completion to Edwards, so it's second and seven. Five receivers set. Here comes pressure, and the ball was, falls incomplete. As Calgary turns up the heat again, Jameer Thurman on the blitz. There's always a downside to adjustments like that, though. So you, you bring your splits for the offensive line down in tighter to protect against those interior blitzes and close the gaps. Well, what you've done now is shorten the edge. So, so guys like James Vodders and Jagera Davis have a tighter edge to get around to get to Ricky Ray. Second knockdown for Vodders on the year, seventh consecutive punt for the Argos, and this one going out of bounds short of the 20, so that's an illegal punt and a penalty on the play, which will improve the field position for Bo Levi Mitchell as he gets set to go back to work here in the second half. Behind the scenes action, it's CFL Wired. Come on, Riley. Good drive, kid. Hey, 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 hey. And make a play. We, have, we got playmakers out here. Catch it Tuesday, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific on TSN2. So after the penalty, it's a first down Calgary at their own 38. And you have a theory on why Hyralahu kicked it out of bounds? Well, Roy Finch had such a great first half in the return game. And, of course, he's burned Toronto two weeks ago in a return touchdown. So Hyralahu here is now trying to kick it away from Roy Finch and trying to get it out of bounds, but he's got to get it past the 20. And this is the downside of trying to avoid a returner that's killing you. you got to try and get it out of bounds or kick it away from him. If it goes off the side of your foot, net 27-yard kick there. Good field position for Bull Levi Mitchell. Four from Essen, second and six here. Receivers up over the nice. middle. Pass complete. <laughs> Anthony Parker, first down Calgary at the Argo 40-yard line. Uh, he, he may not have the same zip, and he may not have, you know, the same deep ball, but he's got the great accuracy and touch. That was just over the fingertips of Bear Woods, dropping right underneath that. You can see how close it was, but perfect touch and accuracy from Mitchell on the throw for a 29-yard gain to Anthony Parker. Marked inside the 40 at the 38. Mitchell been heating up since late in the second quarter. Pressure here, throwing back and out of bounds. With the heat on, just heaps it away. Tavares Daniels closest stampeder to the football. Dylan Wynn. Good pressure right down Main Street, and that's how that's how he caused this to to have Bo Levi Mitchell spin out of there as quickly as he did. He's he's right here, and he's going to come down the middle. And when he does, number 98, straight up that front side a gap between center and guard that gets Mitchell on the run. Terrence Plummer of the Argos shaking up, getting attention from athletic therapist Scott Shannon. Four sacks by, by Dylan Wynn and eight quarterback pressures. He's really come on this season, and especially in the last couple of games with the starters out, and it was a good decision not to hit Bo as well. Last three games, four sacks, six quarterback pressures, and even with the huge number of key injuries up front, 
and look at continue to get that pressure on. Okay, here you, and look at Chris's helmet. I mean, that tells you some of the banging that's going on down in the trenches. I mean, yeah. look at the top of that. Look at that. Danny Webb's going to have to get the peanut <laughs> after this game. That baby scarred up. That's a their badges of honor. Those marks. Those D linemen and O linemen, they love it. So second and ten. Michelle sprinting to the wideout spot. More heat. Mitchell gonna load it up. Got Daniels! And it's a touchdown! The Barros Daniels holds on for his second touchdown of the game. Created because Bo Levon Mitchell avoids the rush from Sean Lemon. John Lemon is just outside of your screen and he's coming in on a nice spin move and gets right up there to see Bo Levi Mitchell just bounce outside to buy himself some time in a throwing lane and then throws it up. And DeVaris Daniels, again, his second touchdown, outmuscles the defender for the ball. Dickinson said they wanted to get him more involved. They have. Seven catches, 105, couple of touchdown grabs and five second down conversions. And the convert good from Perez. And the Stampeders take a nine-point lead just past the five-minute mark. That's a couple of tough touchdown catches for Navarez Daniels in this game. Tavares Daniels running his route and running that move on the, in the open field, even if you're not in man-to-man. -man. Top rookie last year out of Notre Dame, four plays, 71 yards. The quick touchdown drive for Calgary. And a penalty on the convert, a roughing infraction against Sean Lemon, 15 yards, so they kick off from the 50. Redes will try and keep it in play here. It's a live football that Martiz Jackson is going to concede a single point, so the lemon penalty cost them a point. First of all, this I'll show you the move here from Lemon on the spin move inside, and that's why Bo Levi Mitchell has to get outside. Now, he's not hit on this play, but if we have time to, to roll it continually, this throw hurt his arm, and, and as he's walking, he's feeling the pain. Watch how he's, he loves it. It's a catch down there now, but wait. And then all of a sudden it's, yeah, this one, this one is a little sore. So playing through that pain and that deep throw, that hurt him a little bit. Goes get the ball at the 35 after conceding the point. Ricky Ray on a roll, Whitaker has to beat a man. Jamar Wolf tracking him there. And then Bonners rallies to the football and they Toss him out after a gain of five. Great feet by Jamar Wall. He keeps his shoulder pad square to the line of scrimmage. He's in one, he's one-on-one -on -one against one of the most elusive backs in the league, but he stays square. Watch him. Watch his feet. Chop his feet. Stay in front of him. Keep your feet. Don't give him the inside leverage. Even after the stiff arm to the head, he's still in position buying time for his teammates to get there. That's great open field play by Jamar Wall. That secondary's really locked it down. They gave up 300-yard games in the first two against Ottawa. Haven't done it since. Flag down. Ricky Ray in some trouble. Fodder's in pursuit. And the pass 
He is incomplete indebted for Fuller. Former Stampeder has had a quiet night. The Argos might have been offside here, but we'll let Andre Prue make the call. Offside. Calgary number four. This is a five-yard penalty that will result in a first down. Wow, Micah Johnson was offside. All CFL defensive tackle. Jumped just ahead of the snap. There are games that Micah Johnson just takes over. He's the Mondo Sewell type of player in the middle there, and I use him as the standard because he yep. may be the best in the league. But Micah Johnson all CFL as well last year, and he, he might be for a while. Ted LaRonde, another great one. First down, Argos, 45. Swing it out here, and it's Martiz Jackson. There's a horse collar. Or is there? Wow. No call. Brought down at the 30 or 47 yard line. Well, like there was no question there. I mean, Josh Bell on the nameplate and shoulder pad pulled him backwards. That's just a miss. And somewhere watching is Wally Buono <laughs> upset <laughs> after one that he thought was contentious called against Craig Rowe last week. Botter's injured on this play. Yeah, two games ago. And Coach Buono was still upset. I, I see the game against Calgary. Yeah, I, and I still think that was a horse collar. And you think that one was too. Absolutely. Well, while Botter's gets attention, we will step aside and be right back. Weeknights at 11. James Waters helped to the sidelines. Michael Kashak back in on defensive end in his spot. And a gain of about a yard and a half. Calling second and nine. Ray stands in, throws, and Whitaker makes the catch. What a catch by Brandon Whitaker to keep the Argo offense on the field and into Calgary territory. Great catch in, and Ricky Ray had to throw it outside because of the coverage. Here's the route here, and it's Brandon Whitaker one-on-one -on, -one on Jameer Thurman, the linebacker. That's the matchup that Ray wanted, and he's got the, he's won the route, but he wants to throw it outside leverage to not let Thurman get back involved with this play, so Whitaker has to make a tough catch, and he comes up with it. Fake inside on a roll, throwing, looking for Fuller, and it's incomplete to the former Calgary Stampeder. Three years in Calgary for Big Jeff Fuller. Eight touchdown passes caught from Bo Levi Mitchell, but he has been very quiet in recent games. One catch in each of the last two, and he was three for 27 in his first meeting this year against his old squad. Yeah, a few weeks ago against his old team. Targeted nine times in that game, though, and just came up with the three catches. This is a good secondary in Calgary. Right? It's one of the most complete backhands, one of the most complete secondaries in the league. Longest drive of the game for the Argos. Sixth play. Here comes the heat. Ray throws it up for S.J. Green, who can't bring him down. And it's Jamar Wall with a terrific play. 
SJ Green's won a lot of 50-50 battles this year, but not that time. Well, he went, he went, wins most. And, and Jamar Wall, this is Ray getting full blitz. Here they come, including safety Josh Bell. And Brandon Whitaker takes two on the blitz, blocks two guys to give Ray a chance to give his receiver, SJ Green, that jump ball attempt. But Wall wins it this time. One of the leaders in knockdowns last year with 17. Another punt. Hyralahu to Finch at the nine. And Roy Finch again brings it up around the 25-yard line. 16 on the return after a 41-yard punt. It's the Stamps by 10 here midway through the third quarter. That's exactly what he said to me, CC. He basically told me that the Argonauts need to put together two solid performances in a row. They're yet to do that this season. They had that opportunity to do it tonight after dominating the Alouettes last week. What Tressman also said was it isn't about prep time. It's not about his team working harder. He's happy with their efforts. It's just about getting the game plan and putting it together on the day, on the night of the game. Now, one thing that Trustman did say as well is the fact that the St. Peters played an excellent game against them in their previous meeting, but it might not have been the Argonauts that they'd expect, especially since the Argos played three games and 11 days leading up to that game. We're getting a better taste of what the Argos are about tonight. They just need a little more offense, obviously. Just the 92 yards, they've been shut down, and Calgary's been doing it to a lot of teams lately. 52 points have been allowed in the previous four games. And again, the Argo points tonight off by defense. Only by Mitchell's been butting his head against the wall, too, for much of this game against a stout Argo defense. Loss of a yard on that last play, so it's second and 11. Calgary's been over 30 points four times, have not been held under 20 in a game this season. That throw is money and a first down. Splits the seam there between Ford and Woods for a completion. And Roy Finch in the backfield for Messam on that second and long and comes out of the backfield. Looks like he's going to run a, a flat route right straight to the sideline and then he cuts right down the middle in between those two players you mentioned. Takes a big hit, but gets involved in the offense now. So Fitch back to the sidelines. After delivering a first down catch, up to the Calgary 39. Mess him to the right side. Has some room to rumble into the second level. And finally cut down by Ford at the Argo 47-yard line. But the biggest run of the night for Jerome Messam, it's 25 yards. Yeah, and this guy right here is why it happened. That's Spencer Wilson playing in all those spots, and then he gets inside leverage on Sean Lemon and opens it up. And now it's all Jerome Messam down a huge run lane. That's just the third run over 20 yards that the Toronto Argonauts have given up all season on defense. Big block out there by Spencer Wilson. Fifth run by more than 24 Calgary and another Argo injury. It's Kadarius Ford getting attended to once again. 
with that carry, Messam's numbers improved dramatically. Now 10 for 41 on the night, but held in check for the most part until that last carry. Interesting conversation there. Bo Levi Mitchell talking to Breskison. 13 consecutive wins at home for Calgary. 20 of their last 21. 40 of their last 44 at home. And seven straight against the Argos. So time when the Argos played Calgary tough before that seven game run. Toronto had won six of seven against very good Calgary teams. 10 point lead here. In the late stages of the third quarter. Back to Massa trying to get outside. To the far side of the field and tracked down by the Bear. And Messam shaking up. Well, Bear Woods does about four things here. He he shows blitz, first of all. He's going to show blitz. Then he's going to back out. Then he's going to take that gap right there. And then he's going to fly outside and run down Jerome Messam basically from behind. Little show blitz. Then he takes one gap. Then he scrapes to the outside. Now he's in a foot race. And he gets there and makes a nice tackle around the waist on Jerome Messam. Woods had nine tackles against Calgary the first meeting. That's his fourth of the night. Loss of one second and 11. They empty it out. Pressure on. And that inside screen to McDaniel. Down to the 39-yard line. He's going to be a couple short. And the field goal unit will come on. Just some sound fundamentals, though, from Bo Levi Mitchell to influence the defense with a subtle look to his right. Watch how he takes this now. And he wants to just make the defense and bear with. See how he looks this side? He's trying to get them now to flow that way a little bit and then pop it over there to Marquay McDaniel. And maybe McDaniel can make one guy miss. But that guy happened to be Bear Woods, and you don't make miss him miss very often. Well, they're going to leave the offense out here on third and two and a half. Andrew Buckley, or no, check that ball. Levi Mitchell stays in. With Finch in the backfield. They fake to Finch. They send it to McDaniel, and he's got more than enough for the first down. And Dave Dickinson, that is creative best. Uh, it's great play calling. I mean, they bring... Roy Finch in, in the backfield. There's a little play action, and Mark Wade just comes out the other side. I mean, they bring Finch in, and they run on the ball, and now the defense is sinking, including Bear Woods. Well, if they're going to have Finch in there, they're probably going to give him the football. So he bites up in that, and then Cassius Vaughn cuts under a block and gives the edge to McDaniel. Needed three, got 12 and a first down to the 26. Throws out into the flat, and Got the catch, gets escorted out of bounds. And has eight more. By the way, that's a, a rule change I'd like to propose is that that stiff arm to the face of a defender from a ball carrier. If if we can't put, if defenders and, and old linemen can't put their hands in the face of an oncoming rusher or in a tackle, then neither should an offensive player with the ball. I, I think that's a player's safety just as much as an offensive lineman on a defensive lineman to the head. 
I know the stiff arm is kind of cool for that pitcher, you know, and that. I your can hear Carl Lewis objecting, but but I hear you. And on second down, the carried by Messam. Let's see what should be close to the first down. Nick Lewis doesn't need the stiff arm. Nick Lewis just hurdles guys. Just, he just, just jumps, jumps right over, them. over right. top of them. All 235 pounds of them. Congratulations yep. to Nick Lewis, by the way. All-time leader in receptions. And a whole chunk of them right here in Calgary. Mm -hmm. game and he's done it this game Argos and their fans are open Cassius Vaughn makes another play down here inside the red zone yeah they are getting worn down by this Calgary attack another extended drive by the way the Cassius Vaughn returned the longest play of the season at 115 yards First down, Mitchell throwing into the end zone. Watch McDaniel incomplete. Brandon Harris in coverage. Well, Brandon Harris was covering Devaris Daniels for both of his touchdowns and couldn't cover him any better, and yet lost the battle when the ball arrived. This time he's against Markway McDaniel, and this time he gets in great position where it's impossible for McDaniel to get to that ball. American at Miami, a second round pick in the NFL, three years with Houston. Final minute, 10th play of the drive, Mitchell throwing and the ball short hops. Like it was on the turf as Daniels turned to look for it. I think Bo Levi Mitchell wanted Daniels to come out of his break about a step and a half earlier. The precision in offense you cannot fudge it anyway. I mean, if it's if it's if the route is called at 10 and that's the route, then you got to break it there. If you go to here, the timing is off, the throw is off because Bo Levi Mitchell throws this before he comes out of his break. Sees he's turning out of his break. If he breaks it off two, three yards short, and I'm not blaming the receiver because maybe it was just the throw. But boy, it, it's got to be precise, as you heard from Henry Burris at halftime. Here about them hitting landmarks and Perez hits the field goal that makes it a 20 to 7 lead. Well, Bowley by Mitchell's over 300 yards. Seen indications that the arm feels good and sometimes when it still hurts. But Dave Dickinson thinks he's being upfront and honest about his status. Honestly, he's not telling people one thing and and then behind the scenes telling us something else he, He'll be ready to go and I'm expecting him to have a good game. If we're gonna win he has to play well And he's done that yeah. over 300 for the first time in five starts Would Probably like the last couple of plays back Now Ricky Ray needs to get things going and he's got Jimmy Ralph with a catch and Jimmy Ralph 
the University of Alberta product. His brother Brett played here, and fans from and family from Raymond, Alberta, are in the stands. And Jimmy Ralph has his first catch. There's the Ralph family. Cute. That's a good-looking bunch, isn't it? <laughs> and they're cheering Dad after that catch at the end of three quarters.